Hey folks, quick pre-programming announcement. Thanks for listening in to our setup episodes for the Ether Sea. We're playing The Quiet Year, a game by Avery Alder that's all about map making and making wild choices to help build a community. Uh, you can find a link to where you can find and purchase and learn more about the game uh, on the episode description. And uh, also, if you want to follow along visually, we are uploading all the maps uh, at the end of each of these sessions at bit.ly slash maps. And I think you need to capitalize ethercy and maps in order for that link to work, because that's how Bitly works. Uh, we heard some folks say they were having some trouble following along sort of visually. Uh, and if you you know need a little help with that, go to that link. Uh, I also think that if you go to our Twitter page, we will be uh, uploading those maps uh, alongside the episodes there as well. Uh, that's it. Uh, here's the episode. Today's lesson, the intricate hierarchy of mortal terror. While the Divine Invitation is what brought our community to the shoreline so many years ago, it was our fear of the storm itself that fueled our every endeavor. Each morning we woke to find the waters receded further and further from the land and the maelstrom growing in size and intensity. We were not ashamed of our fear. It is, after all, our most powerful, most primal instinct. Fear is built into the foundation of this city, just as much as any glass, clay, or codite. But the autumn preceding our evacuation shook the single-minded focus that came of that fear by showing us, or rather reminding us, of the dangers great and small that loomed just in the periphery. We were mortals, the lot of us. And while our mortal passions may be responsible for building this new home, it was not without suffering the wages of mortal kind's less enviable characteristics. Some amongst our number were quick to distrust, while in lockstep others were quick to deceive. There was no shortage of ideas on how to help our community, but those ideas became principles, and those principles became orthodoxy, which I can personally attest is capable of becoming something far rowdier still. Our mortal bodies suffered as well, but you'll find few among those original builders who would deign to seek pity over that. Because of the magic we wielded, Many of you listening to this very lesson will never see sunlight. If the tribulations we faced on that beach were, in any measure, a kind of atonement, well, then, we got off very, very easy. This is what it would be like if we played Dungeons and Dragons together, like in one room. And I, th I want to bring more of this energy to the show of like talking about going to get snacks. You yeah. know what I mean? Or talking about drinking or drinking or eating snacks. On it's the just that we haven't played in like two weeks, and I'm really excited to play. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm, I'm excited too. I'm excited, but you know what? When you say that, the other thing you're saying is we haven't talked in two weeks, and you're that excited. That is not true, though. That is not how this works. Well, we don't just talk. I haven't talked talk to you. I haven't talked I to anybody. I haven't heard from anybody. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard from anybody. Me neither. I was, I was, uh, frozen solid. My home was frozen solid. I begged Daddy to come. Help me, and he would. He would well, refuse. Dad has those old brittle bones, and yeah, if he that gets yeah. cold, and there were wolves. Yeah. I mean, the wolves were probably there were wolves. Out. There were actually around. huge problems. But right. you know where? You know a place where everything is great, and everybody knows your name, and there's definitely no sort of cataclysmic weather-related disasters happening right now. And it is the Cheers Bar. Thank you. No, Dad. there, there's that. Yeah, there actually is a huge cataclysm. They don't talk about it on the show. Yeah, but the underlying theme of every season of Cheers is uh, that the earthquake is coming. There's a meteor <laughs> circling now, the earth. If you had talked about you were going to move the sea over to the land, the seaside yes. of the map. And that well, has not happened yet. Yeah, in my defense. I can't wait until when people see this map, they're going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah. It's so insane. The, the reason I didn't actually do that since our last session, Justin, is that I moved the sea 
into my bathroom floors and my bedroom and <laughs> and my ceiling and all the drywall and everything. So I apologize. You're right. I should have prioritized that over. <laughs> well, as long as I agreed that you should have prioritized it. Right. So where were we? Yes. Let's uh, let's 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 pick up where we left off. It is the beginning of fall. There's a crisp a crispness Ooh. in the air and uh, everything pump- smells of cider. Uh, so ongoing projects. There's just a there's just a couple. There is the ongoing uh, sort of labor organization uh, project that has one week left. Uh, as does the How moving. Long do they have? As does we did that joke every episode. Uh, the moving of the crystal yeah, ascension. One week. Okay. D- into the water. Um, and yeah, I mean a ton of stuff happened in the last episode. The coral robots concept sort of came about. The Old Joshy's school for fighting sharks with psychic powers is here. <laughs> That's a great. Whoever came up with that is a genius. You know, um, a, a nice spin on that would be to fight sharks that had psychic powers. That be. is, I you mean, you know what's really fun, and I thought about this since is that we all laughed at that. Maybe some of us more than others, but then in the in the time since, I've thought about the fact that there is psychic magic in D anD D. It's not yeah, like it's not out of the question. It's not like it's so. It's not like we haven't done something like it that. It should be before. noted, though. I just want to color in a little. If I could pick up my charcoal. And just sketch in a little bit here. These the, Uncle Dashi does not obsess this. Okay. <laughs> it's really not. It's aspirational. There's still cranks in D and D. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna flip the first card of Autumn. Whose turn? A, is it? Uh, it is mine. Uh, a natural disaster strikes the area. Great. Choose one. You focus on getting everyone to safety. Remove an abundance, and a project fails. Jeez. Ooh. You focus on protecting your supplies and hard work at any cost. Several people die as a result. Having fun uh, here on so the adventure zone. So we go on. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I think this is a really nice little amuse bouche for autumn because it's going to be uh, tough. Oh man. Really Remind tough. me, what's the project over at the Crystal Tower thing? They are moving that into the water uh-huh. to utilize it as some sort of infrastructure for the actual underwater city. Oh, gosh. I mean, we we don't have that many projects to fail. I can't, we can't, I don't want to cancel one of Travis's projects again. I, don't, I shouldn't metagame like this. I think sacrifices are made um, mm. as sort of, sad as that is i think that um it's just a wave and it emanates off of the storm in the distance and it's just like a freak rogue wave that um everybody living on the land managed to sort of get safe from Uh, i think most of the losses came from the ships that had started to sort of organize around this um this build site out on the water, uh, a, a, a ship was capsized and some people drowned. Uh, and now I think the people, you, you know, this uh, Phineas Call, um, Boyar Hermine sort of faction is getting increasingly frustrated with how long people are dragging their feet because now they have, you know, kind of the first uh, countable fatalities due to this storm. And they're eager to get going. That is what happens. Uh, and let's count down the clocks. Travis. Yes. The labor organization uh, finishes. Can you uh, sort of remind everybody what that pro- project was all about and, and how it ended up? Yeah. So basically they were categorizing people's skill sets um, so that uh, both in the process of setting up uh, this new underwater settlement and staffing the underwater settlement, um, they could kind of take people's very specific expertise and generalize them a little bit more. Uh, so, you know, if you, uh, you know, maybe were like a botanist, right, you're probably going to work in some kind of like underwater agriculture or if you had anything whatsoever to do with any kind of like, uh, you know, dentistry or doctoring or nursing, you're probably going to be on a shift to staff the med bay or whatever. So we're trying to uh, get people a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Organized? Yeah, uh, sure. So we can do like some shifts. It is a prescription by the state to fill the, what they have outlined as the essential needs of this city by um, sort of coordinating the 
capabilities of of the people uh, here. But like, is there any force behind that prescription? Do you know what I mean? Like, if there's, there's probably people who are like, I don't want to farm, you know, seaweed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so it is. that that is kind of it is frankly uh, frustrating for some, but elevating for others. Okay. You know, there were people who um, were were kind of. Uh, pushing towards the mean a little bit more because right. we need people to, you know, like maybe you were a four-star chef at, you know, a fancy restaurant. Maybe you worked the equivalent of like a roadside, like, you know, food truck. Everybody is going to be the same job title taking shifts in like the cafeteria, right? right. So some people are getting elevated. Some people are maybe going to lose a little bit of status. Gotcha. Uh, as these jobs are filled, because we won't have as at least to start off with, there won't be as much specialization. Yeah. In in the workforce, uh, because we need to make sure basic needs are met first. I feel you. Okay. Um, the Crystal Ascension project finishes, um, and they manage to move it out to the water, um, and using a system of like basically super big buoys, they were trying to float it out to the build site. Um, but when it was there, uh, that's when the wave hit and it fell off of the buoys and fell down into the water. And people were understandably pretty bummed about that, but it fell in such a way that it kind of turned out to be the first step, the first sort of flag planting uh, the first sort of survey of of where this city uh, should be built. And I'm going to now begin drawing on the sea side of things. So immediately under the build site uh, with the column patch of sea and where the, the coral staircase comes up out of the water, there is a very wide, um, but not especially deep ravine and the ascension falls down into this ravine and kind of gets uh it, it falls against one of the sheer walls of the ravine and there's and in fact there's a crack uh a huge crack in the wall that the ascension just kind of perfectly uh gets wedged into uh when it reaches the bottom uh so basically what we're talking about is in this in this shallow ravine uh very close to where the coral staircase uh and the the sort of robot bodies are are being grown is this um you, you, you know big wall big shelf uh of one side of this ravine and the ascension is now up against that wall and is more or less like you could it could be thought of very easily as scaffolding uh that the settlers who go down there not that really anybody's doing that yet uh can can move around in so that is what i am drawing okay i'm almost certainly going to have to cut out a, a great deal of drawing time uh, i need to take an action I'm going to start a project, and it is simply to build a fucking boat <laughs> in the cradle. You um, must build a boat. We must, must build, build a boat. Uh, I think that um, a lot of resources have been sort of hauled out into the water to begin city prep. Um, and the uh, the people who want to build this boat take claim the rest of the codite to build essentially a big 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 battleship to defend uh you know the the settlers going underwater from blink sharks defend them against you know whatever other f threats they may face uh because right now they are completely defenseless um but this is a pretty huge project in scope um so i'm i'm gonna say this is going to take five weeks and that is my turn i will draw that um but first here's a card the Ace of Autumn. The community becomes obsessed with a single project. Which one? Why? Choose one. They decide to take more time to ensure that it is perfect. Add three weeks to the project die. They drop everything else to work on it. All other projects fail. <laughs> if this is perfect time. I can't believe how good the timing is on this. Yeah. If there are no projects underway, the community becomes obsessed with a grandiose vision, vision 
hold a discussion about this vision in addition to your regular action for the week. I think the only project right now is the big boat, right? It's the big boat. So that is, so it's the last one there. No. If there are no projects underway, so it has to be adding three weeks. Or, <laughs> or, or it fails. <laughs> well, they drop everything else to work on this. All, of the All other projects fail. I love the idea that as a nation, the, the work begins on Big Baby, and we all just decide, like, as a nation, we're like, we love Big Baby, we're obsessed with Big Baby, yeah, we, we love Big, Big Baby. Baby on t-shirts. Like, uh, Big, Big Baby fever is sweeping. Yeah, I everybody think, gets really particular about how it comes together. I think that that's it, is because Big Baby is going to require so many resources, yeah. everybody's like, we cannot let this get fucked up. If we are oh, using we... the rest of the codeite, right. then if, this is and... going to be a two-month endeavor. Uh, yeah, so everyone is like, we're working on this. It's going to be perfect because we don't want you guys to fuck with the resources. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Countdown. And World Clock so... is at one. So, Travis. Um, so, here's... Uh, I'm going to start a project. Uh, which of these kingdoms, uh, peoples, would you say are the most uh, agrarian, have the most kind of farming expertise? Um, I think that, I mean, if you want to talk about more like uh, hydroponic, uh, you know, growing stuff and maybe not the natural climate in which it's supposed to be grown, the yeah. Delmer probably take that. But I also think the... Uh, the Einar are probably the most, um, like, uh, okay. yeah, the most agricultural. Yeah, so I'm going to say, uh, that the Einar then, um, in this big wave, a bunch of like seaweed, a seaweed like plant washed up on shore, you know, big clumps of it, like you would expect when there's like a big storm. And it's, of course, poisoned. Uh, from being polluted, from being in this, uh, uh, you know, prestige, magic polluted ocean. Okay. And uh, their pitch is that the filler fish are great, but we should not live on like protein alone. Yeah. And what so about- they are going to start a project to see if they can figure out a way to like purify a process to purify this seaweed, so we can then use it as like underwater vegetation. Um, okay. When we move to to the underwater city, uh, cool. Well, draw that. How long do you think that that uh, takes? Uh, I'm going to say three weeks. Does that feel? Maybe that's a little long. It doesn't feel weeks? long to me to figure out <laughs> how to grow things. I guess Matt Damon did it in like a few hours in Martian. He was just like, I'll "Well, it's not to grow potatoes. it. It's already growing. They want to see if there's something they can do to like neutralize the poison." Okay. Use the seaweed that's already there and make right. it edible and digestible. Okay, yeah, I think three weeks feels right to me. Um, I will give you a three on the map. And here's will... a big pile of seaweed. No, it's over here by the by the there you go. Big All right. Uh, right next to the anus. Next card for Clant. Autumn three. Someone leaves the community after issuing a dire warning. Ooh. Ooh. What is the warning? Or someone issues a dire warning and the community leaps into action to avoid disaster. What is the warning? Start a contentious project that relates to it? Now, what is that? That means uh, in the way that old Joshi's school for psychic shark fighting was a foolish project, uh, a contentious project would simply be one that maybe not everybody agrees on. Uh, you could argue that the building of Big Baby, which is not going to be the name of the ship, mm. it was a contentious project just based like on Big the Baby. Resources. I feel like it's catching on, though. Um, yes. So, but that—that's your choice. You can okay, I got two. all right. I've got an idea. Uh, the first part of this, I'm going to do the first part of this. Someone leaves the community after issuing a dire warning. Who? What is the warning? Phineas Call leaves <gasps> the community. Whoa. Because he doesn't think they're going to be able to survive without the bathysphere. And he sets out to find the bathysphere. Is that dire enough? Yeah, I mean, that's that's fairly dire. I don't know that the... Is the warning just... we There is something that we... There is something special about that 
thing that we I need to get it back I, from the people how who much, stole how, it? I've got a, well, I've got a rough idea of, of, of the problem that I think Phineas would want to address that I don't know if anybody else would have come up with. And that would be oxygen, how, what they're going to breathe. And I think he has an idea okay. about using the bathysphere. Okay. Well, uh, what about the Boyar Hermine? Because they were sort of thick as thieves, uh, leading the construction of of things. I don't. I don't want to take her away from. I, no. Maybe I, he. Maybe he leaves her instead, like in his stead. Like leaves her in are, charge. Yeah, um, he leaves her in charge because this is this is he's going to set out on his own to to try and find the bathysphere because he really thinks they need it. I mean, since they don't have any other kind of craft quite yet. And yeah. And the resource collectors, uh, whose name I, the Vanguard stole that, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So he is essentially saying, I'm going to find the Vanguard. He's going to uh, track the, down the Vanguard. Yeah. At the end of the last episode, one of their uh, sort of sonic pickaxes washed right. up ashore. So there is, you know, proper catalyst for, for this, uh, this excursion. Uh, cool. Okay. He's gone. Uh, world clock. So do I do a project now? No, yep. not until we do the clocks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, which is good, because the world clock just hit zero, and another big thing is going to happen. The storm clears up. The end. Yeah, thanks everything's for, fine. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, no, actually, the storm has grown louder. Um, it's hmm. it's it, There's just a constant wind now that is just ripping through the camp pretty much constantly. It is it has made things, you know, pretty unpleasant. I think people are very appreciative of the, you know, crappy of the shit houses um because it provides some protection from the wind. Um but like everything that's not weighed down, like tents have flown off and clothes and anything sort of lightweight. Um but there are just constant peals of thunder and lightning that tear through this um this swirling cloud form out in the distance. And every time that, you know, there is a flash, it illuminates these massive flying shapes that are, you know, flying around inside of there that nobody really has seemed to figure out what it is yet. Um, There are, you know, bigger waves now that are beating against the stones where the shoreline has retreated to none big enough to threaten you in the same way that the one rogue wave did. But, um, enough to make uh, a, a really uh, just a calamitous noise. And as the fall continues, a, a new sound joins the discord. Uh, in the distance, the people living in this settlement can hear the sound of battle. Um, far, far off across the water, uh, there's just this occasional unnatural flash that illuminates the sky. And then a few moments later, you hear the sound of a, of a high pitched explosion. Uh, and a couple days after the signs of, of that battle appear, the settlement makes contact with the survivors of the Southern Archipelago. Um, which the occasional trader, I think, from the islands has probably swung by, uh, to, you know, take, take, uh, a trading opportunity here and there and, and provide you all with some level of support. But now, like, this is the exodus plan for the Southern Archipelago is a fleet of ships. Uh, uh, there's a lot of them. There are three sort of massive flagships uh, that are wrought from this, like, thick, light green glass and what looks like bright white ceramic. Um, and then surrounding these three uh, flagships, there are dozens of these smaller ships that are, you know, filling various purposes for the flagships, mostly defense. Uh, the the assembly of battleships here puts, you know, the settlements to shame, obviously. Uh, and very slowly, the fleet accumulates in the bay just offshore uh, and makes contacts with the settlement. And several of their smaller ships and one of their flagships is in desperate need of repairs um, because they were ambushed by the naval forces of Hominine. Mm. Uh, and far out at sea at this moment, nearly half of their naval fleet continues to hold off Hominine while the rest of the fleet seeks repairs, which is what brought them here. So basically, the fleet that has, you know, uh, left the southern archipelago to try and make a life as underwater nomads is seeking safe haven in this bay while they, they get repairs and they offer sort of their naval expertise and defense in exchange. <laughs> 
Sorry, wait. So just to be clear, they are planning to live underwater as well? Yes, in a it, not in a, a a stationary city, but in a convoy, in a got fleet it, it, of it, of uh, moving ships. Um, so let me draw them out on the map and uh, set the world clock for an ominous ten weeks. Mm. Uh, Dad, you need to take an action still. As interesting as I find this fleet and all that stuff, I think I don't want to leave Phineas hanging. Okay. I I think Phineas is going to set out on a quest to find the bathosphere. Um Phineas Call, oceanic detective, and he's going to uh start where the pickaxe was found and go looking for the bathosphere. Okay. Which we've never established where it came from, right? It was an no, he yeah, didn't it was build there. it. It was just uh, this ancient. Yeah, it, it washed up. That was the, yeah. the discovery. Uh, yeah, I it's think a, he he feels very strongly that the bathosphere is really important. So he's going to set out on this mission, and what I'd like to do is see if he can work out a deal with old Joshi's school, hmm. and see if they would provide a crew for him. You know, like White Squall, where they. Uh, high school kids set out on the sailing mission. Sure, we can make that true, right? We can we can say that when he left, some some <laughs> graduates of old Joshi's school for shark fighting went went with him because they knew it was going to be a potentially. I mean, the Vanguard didn't come back, so something's out there. And well, like I going. know this isn't the way the game is played. I know you just make your decision and do it, but would that? I want to ask Justin what he thinks of that because I don't. I mean, old Joshy's his baby. Well, no, what do you let's. Want to do to my son, we're we're. That is, I I feel like going let's against not the rules of the game. Too much. Yeah, that's yeah, that's go let's for not it. whatever you, whatever. You know, okay, not, we're all working there are together. No feel, Griffin knocked my beautiful tower into the ravine. <laughs> Everybody's taking their swings. Um. All right, he's going to set out uh, with this ship crewed by old Joshy's school. Students, they're getting and, on the job training, shadowing. Yeah. Okay. And and it will to to find the bathosphere. How long do you to think find this will take? the ancient bathosphere? Well, I would say four weeks. Okay. Because it's a big ocean. It, it is. It is the ocean. It's big. Quite big. big. Okay. He's down here to indicate that he's going far away. Okay. Next card, Justin. Uh oh. Uh, this is a long one. Disease spread through your community. Choose one. You spend the week quarantining and treating the disease. A week. <laughs> <laughs> Project dice are not reduced this week. Nobody knows what to do about it. Add health and sa- health and fertility as a scarcity. Um, I feel like. We've got to take this seriously. We can't bring, we're about to go into an enclosed space. We can't bring um, this, this disease down there. Um, So I think that we're probably just going to quarantine for a week to get it under control. (laughs) What I were laughing because you probably, you folks listening to this probably don't remember. Right. Uh, But back in February of, or sorry, March of 2021, we were still in the midst of sort of like a, uh, I guess a pandemic. A yeah, pandemic, like a yucky. Kind of it's 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 it was, everybody was quarantining. It was wild, but you, I'm sure it's wrapped up by now. Yeah, but um, what is the disease like? What is it? What does it look like? Oh, um, it is called uh the man is a slippery slope because there's lots of different. <laughs> oh man, you got uh, a bad case of slippery slope. Go ask, go ask Sydney. Go no, ask Sydney well, to generate a disease with her mind. <laughs> Just come up with a disease out of nowhere. Um, it's called Mumps 2. No. <laughs> it's called a, Mumps 2, <laughs> a new age. Um, <laughs> no. It's it's the, the people call it the sallow. And uh, you look really very sunken and uh, uh, low energy. And then sometimes you be fit and other times you don't. Okay. I don't know how to draw that on that. We already have a ghost on the map. Just some stink lines. Stink yeah. lines coming off of the 
Shit I'll try some. Yeah, I'll draw, I'll draw a few. If you want to draw the a few uh, the curator lines. is up here. If you want to stink him, yeah, up. we'll make him, we'll make the curator sick. Okay, uh, so no project clocks go down this week, but the world clock does go down to nine. Uh, and Justin, you get to uh, start a project, discover something new, or hold a discussion. I guess we don't permanently need to remember about that people were sick for a while. Those look like money sons. Uh, I'm going to start a project. It is a marketing and branding uh, brainstorm for the boat. People have noticed that that some people are calling it Big Baby, and people think that that's not inspirational or particularly good. Yeah, and and it's going to be weird to live inside the Big Baby if we ever like are stuck on there for a while. So like, it is a conference and of some of our like bait thinkers, probably a lot of folks from the Southern Isles. I feel like marketing would be sort of in their uh, wheelhouse. Uh, but there's there's representatives from all the communities, uh, and they just want to. It's called Brand the Boat. Okay, and this is to come up with a great name for the boat. Not just a great name for the boat, but like iconography, slogans, marketing materials to really sell the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. How long? About three weeks. That's a long time. So th- two weeks. About two weeks. Yeah. To really market the boat. Okay, great. Uh, I love that they're doing that, and it will still be a whole full-ass month before the boat is uh, finished. Well, but, you want to have well, that figured out before launch. People are obsessed with it, right? Right. They have to get out in front of this because people are obsessed with the boat. Okay. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. 
Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Next card. Eight of Autumn. Someone sabotages a project and the project fails as a result. Who did this? Why? Or someone is caught trying to sabotage the efforts of the community. How does the community respond? Ooh. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So what projects do we have? We have name the boat, build the boat, purify the seaweed, and call investigates. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we can't not brand the boat. <laughs> so other than that. <laughs> no, that's not what happens. One of the crew members on Phineas Call's expedition. He had the sallow? He was Vanguard. He was mm. he was one of the Vanguard. And he uh -oh. came came back to sort of spy on the rest of the community to see how they were living. And we lose contact with Phineas. Uh, and it, it is assumed that his ship has, has gone down because of this uh, saboteur, or perhaps he has been taken to where the Vanguard is. Um, but Phineas is no longer in control of this ship that he has been using this, this whole time. Um, and is now in captivity. So to be specific, are you going with the A option or the B option? Uh, the A option. Okay. So it's sabotaged. It's not just that somebody got caught trying to sabotage. Okay. Right. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to take Phineas Call off the map. Phineas oh, Rip. Man. Okay. Sorry about your son, Dad. Uh, clocks. I mean, Griffin. Clocks go down. <laughs> I feel like I am the executioner of everybody else's projects. I always get the card that's like, destroy, destroy a, a concept, destroy a dream. Uh, and this one gets- Say no. Say no. <laughs> say no, say but. No. Okay. Uh, nothing completed, so. Did we ever, like, the, the robot bodies made of coral, is that something that is done or still needs to be done? It's it's done. We have not sort of circled back to it to talk about like how that is going. Um, but I mean, that's we've discovered how to do it. Uh, it's just like what we what we don't know necessarily is how, uh, you know, how many of these yeah. coral bots are being produced and uh, what what life is like for them. OK, I'm going to start a project un under the sea. <gasps> uh, and, Down here where the fish is happy? Uh, I wouldn't say the fish is happy as much as they are sort of uh, magically mutated. Uh -huh. um, basically, uh, the Boyar Hermine strikes a deal now that she is essentially the leader of this community, um, strikes a deal with the visiting ships of this fleet and basically says, like, you can kick it here. We will help you with repairs. Um, you know, maybe they siphon some of the codite away to like help them out, but you are going to essentially recreate one of your arcs under under the water to be sort of the um the first of our undersea buildings at the very least that you know we can begin to have a footprint down there uh, that we can start expanding from, uh, and 
So that's what they that's what they set out to do, and they are able to do it because these ships are made out of natural things. The glass is made out of um, like salt. It is it is salt glass. Uh, the ceramic is made out of this clay uh, found in the sand. Uh, so they have the ability to kind of uh, utilize nature to to fix up their ships, and that is basically. Uh, the the material makeup that they are providing for this under underwater uh, facility, and that's going to take also a long time. I think five weeks, maybe. I feel pretty good about five weeks. Well, they've already been here for a while. I'm going to say four weeks. I feel pretty good about four weeks. Okay. Uh, and on to the next. Give me a card. The five of autumn. The parish arrives. Whoa. Who are they? Why have they chosen your community? And for what? <laughs> a small or a small gang of marauders is making its way through the local terrain. How many are there? What weapons do they carry? Oh, you know I like a good church storyline. Right. No, I'm gonna go with the parish. Hell yeah. I like the parish. Um uh, the parish arrives. Uh, you can cut this if you want to, Griffin. Do you think that that means it has to be an entirely new thing or like an organization of pre-existing people? I mean, you talk about the parish. Hominine is a kingdom built around the worship of this magical god. Okay, right? great. Brother, great. Brother Seldom is Brother Seldom because he was definitely in this parish, right? It's just that okay. he, he didn't necessarily want to <laughs> abandon everybody. Okay. Uh, so the parish arrives. It is uh, a a faction of the main church of Hominine. Um, and they come and they offer to help this organization to help uh this this uh community, right, with the use of the magic that they uh, have harnessed through Hominine's guidance on the condition that they uh, swear that there will be a presence of religion and worship of Hominine in this new worship settlement. Worship of, of benevolence. Benevolence, yes. Okay. That, that there will be, it's not that everybody has to convert, it's not that they expect everyone to worship, but that some of the old ways of the worship of benevolence will be included. Basically, they're coming as uh, missionaries right. of benevolence and saying, you know, we have all these powerful magics that have been gifted to us by benevolence that we will offer in assistance uh, if you are willing to allow us to establish a church. A foothold. Right. Yeah. yeah. And foothold is a crass way of putting it probably for them. But yes, yeah. but that's exactly okay. what it is. Okay, um, I, I want you to draw that on the map because I think that's an important sort of faction. Is there, is there like a symbol of benevolence? Hmm, no, not that, not that I've sort of generated yet. Maybe a, like an open hand, like offering something is probably the most sort of iconic okay, I'll thing see if that I can benevolence draw. did. Um, or a, a key, maybe, like a key that has... Or scales. Ooh, scales is good. Hey, Griffin, scales, I'm like not you... that good at a drawer. Draw but... scales. Scales is good. Scales are easy. Okay, well, I already drew that. How do I erase that? Let's see. Did he Google scales? No, I'm just remembering. Uh, okay, clocks tick down. Uh, Travis, seaweed. Uh, yeah, so they are able through a process of basically like uh, a re repetition of dehydration and compression to like squeeze the liquid out of it. They're able to get uh, sort of like a dried like seaweed flake kind of thing that is edible. Uh, it's bitter. Uh, it is not, it does not taste good. Yeah. But it provides a lot of like key nutrients, uh, including vitamin C. And, Gotta and this, have vitamins, so yeah, important. to avoid the scurvy, um, and the the byproduct that is created, that is removed, this poison that is removed, uh, is a a uh, powerful and dangerous narcotic um, oh. that uh, causes euphoria. So everybody uh, commits to keeping that in control and making sure nobody uses it for illicit reasons. 
fun. What's that called? What's that uh, street? That street name? Uh, it's called Sandman. The the seaweed juice that gets you fucked up is called Sandman. <laughs> uh, I like wait. it. I'm I'm into it. Wait, let me think real quick. It's called Grotto. Grotto. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. All right. Grotto. Cool. But everyone agrees we're definitely not going to use this for recreational purposes. Um, okay, cool. Uh, Justin, the the boat PR uh, project has finished. <sighs> yeah. You're not going to like it. <sighs> Big Baby was the best option. No, Biggest Baby. Oh. They went back and forth. <laughs> All right. They went back and forth, and um, a lot of people liked Big Baby so much, yeah. and other people thought it didn't sound big enough, Yeah, and so they fought and fought and fought, and you know, if they had had four weeks to figure it out, they probably would have come up with something way better, yeah. but because some people were rushing the timetable, mm-hmm. uh, it ended up at Biggest Baby, and the baby is like, the logo for it is like a regular baby. And he's and he's carrying a bunch of small babies in his arms. Now, wait, does the boat have other smaller boats on it? No, it has people. The yeah. people are the the people big will babies. be the babies, okay. and biggest baby carries the other. This babies. is a battleship. Just so everybody remembers, the this big is baby a battleship. Fucking, okay, the battle in big baby. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, it's a battleship made out of the rarest god body metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is why other people didn't want to call it Big Baby, but there were so yeah. many people that were so yeah, into it outvoted. that they they just settled on Biggest Baby. All yeah. right. And they had a chance to overturn the results of the, the populace, basically. But you know what? They said we voted, and the vote yeah. was Biggest Baby. That's, That's cool. where we are. That's great. No, I didn't have a rad name that I thought of. And it, this is, I've earned this, I think. Everybody everybody needs a chance to poop on everybody else's dreams in yeah. here. Yeah. Um, okay. So wait, you but you have had lots of those. We've discussed right it at exactly length. right. This is this is it's it's my turn. Uh, okay. So that is it, Travis. I would. Like, you know that I, I did just use the game mechanics to get myself an excuse to. I basically bought naming rights to the boat. To the yeah. Big baby. Now you could undo this, right? Yeah. I would like it if we just started having a bunch of contrasting <laughs> marketing projects. Um, I would like to have a discussion. Okay. Um, and I'm going to lead it off with a question. Okay. The Hominine no powerful magic that could assist us in the build, should we allow it? At the uh, for the price that they have outlined? Yes. All what is that price? All they're asking they want a is church. To be able to build a church to benevolence in this. And nobody we're, even we're, has to go to it. We're using a lot of just for future, you know, reference, we're using a lot of sort of language, like real world language here, but I think that's just because we haven't really talked about the church of Hominine, like whether right. they call it a church, what what the terminology I I, I guess is. Um but that I is mean the it question. could be temple. It could be it whatever, could be whatever, but they want right. to have they want to have a place that observes the uh you know the rights of benevolence, right? And they offer us great magic to help. Should we take them up on it? Hmm. Um, we stand against the idea of of putting the 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 church in there. It seems that would give a cultural toehold. To just one phase of our our community, and we're trying to blend, and we're trying to put it all together and be something brand new. We of the Southern Archipelago feel that <laughs> I may just be a country lawyer, uh-huh. but <laughs> <laughs> I I, had, I felt a little Matlock coming on there. Yeah, uh, we 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 don't think it's a great idea. Anybody who throws their lot in with us. Is is a part of this project, and nobody here is in any position to turn away help. Meadow, Ron, Wood, 
these are the things that make a boat. This fucking guy again. <laughs> it's how my, <laughs> it's how my pap build boats. It's how his pap before him. Don't reckon we need magic coming up the works. The biggest baby will <laughs> arrive the same way we've always made them. Without magic. Sir, we're not even talking about the big baby, sir. This has nothing to do with big baby. Sir, it's okay if that's what you want to say, sir, but <laughs> you're in the wrong- I thought they wanted to use magic to speed the big baby building. No, no, no. no. This is just like, we will use magic to help you build this underwater city. Yeah. Of which, okay, so, so the big baby won't be a part of no. that. Okay, let me try again. <laughs> okay. I stand by what I said before. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you get to I, talk last, Travis. Yeah, I don't think we can afford to turn down help. They aren't forcing us to do anything. No one has to go to the church, and the power that they could offer could be literally life saving. Okay. Uh, next card, Clint. Oh, my okay. turn already. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me, Kismet. Are you kidding me? Enjoy, Clint. Clint. Second of Auden, someone returns to the community. <laughs> wait, the or would also apply. Yeah, wait a minute. Someone returns to the community. Who? Where were they? Or you find a body. Do people recognize who it is? What happened? Wow, big this choice. Is, Clint, take a second to think. Big, this is a huge choice, Dad. Don't fuck it up. We got. I got a bunch of T-shirts I made just hanging over the shredder, Mac. Just let me know which way they're going, baby. Yeah, it's like it's it's like uh, when they make the T-shirts before the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. I got a bunch of Phineas Call T-shirts. I just need to know. <laughs> I'm gonna be shipping these babies out of them, turning them into into denim. Now, to be fair, I've made a lot of I hate Phineas Call T-shirts. So yeah. just let me know who's shredding who. Okay. The ancient bathysphere washes up on shore, <gasps> much like it did ages ago when they first discovered it. <laughs> Over five weeks ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and inside they find a comatose Phineas call. Yes. And an unidentified body and... They have obviously been struggling. Ooh. Wait, they I mean, like fought inside of the bathysphere? They fought inside the freaking bathysphere. Does anybody recognize the other body, right? Because it's either somebody who defected and joined the Vanguard, or it is somebody who went out uh, from, from old Joshi's school. Um, I'm going to say that it is the, um, the Vanguard spy. Oh, the one who sank the ship. Okay. The one that, that that sabotaged the ship. We don't know exactly what happened. Sure. Okay. Phineas Call is going to have a fun a fun story for us someday. Uh, but right now, assuming he, he wakes up, a, a CP boy. Uh, can you redraw the bathysphere, Dad? It yeah, was, if oh, I remember sure correctly, a donut. Yes, it was very donut like. Uh, I cannot believe you got that fucking card. That is unbelievable. Uh. None of the clocks hit zero, so Dad, once you're done drawing your bathysphere, you can take an action. All right, I'll I'll draw the bathysphere. Yeah. Um, my what are the what are the three choices? Uh, discover something new, start a project, or hold a discussion. Okay. Uh, in. Oh, the, <laughs> okay, the bathysphere when they opened it was um, partially full of water. Um, and this big struggle they had 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 been in in water, and in this water, uh, along the bottom of the bathysphere, they find uh, an enormous amount of oxygen in the water, and they discover that it has a very mysterious kind of phytoplankton in the water that obviously has been. In, like the coral was infused with the uh, the prestige salt that this phytoplankton is as well. Can make my ass Google phytoplankton. 
Phytoplankton are tiny microorganisms that create oxygen. Okay. Ooh. Is this um? Uh, so are these are these different from you know the kind of creatures that have been observed in the tide pool? Is this like a different you know deep sea mystery type thing, or is this does this resemble what they had in the tide pools? Um, I I kind of thought in the tide pools. Uh, okay, tell me again what was in the tide pools. I'm sorry. I mean, tide pools is just a, a very biodiverse. Like yeah, phyto, phytoplankton, phytoplankton micro, like right. Yeah, right. they're microorganisms, and they're all through the ocean. They are in all the water. Okay. Um, phytoplankton basically serves as the oxygen creating part of 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 the ocean oceanographic world, like trees and plants do on land. Phytoplankton serve basically the same purpose in okay. the water, and these are like hyper. Active magic, super, super phytoplankton. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you starting a project to? That feels like a big discovery. Study them, or is this a discovery? Yeah. The the coalition that was working on, I'll come up with a name for the coalition at some point. But the coalition that was working on the coral uh, robots, yeah, decided to study this phytoplankton in the water. They are becoming like the. The Cousteau of, of right, of our yeah, reality. no, the the uh, the the ecology of of what is going on under here. That's great. I feel like there's a, a by this point, there's probably a push to you know full on Noah's Ark style, like try and preserve some of the natural world. But there's mm-hmm. uh, this contingent of people now who are like, fuck that, like. Let's yeah, study I mean, at the this point, world. we had people studying the seaweed, the filler fish. Right. The, now the phytoplankton, and the, I feel like we have this like ecolog- e- ecological, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Coalition. I think it's actually. It's, I believe it is ecological, ecological, oceanographical, right? Like a uh, coalition. They are studying this. Is this a project? Then it's a project to see how best to utilize this super oxygenating phytoplankton for their life under the sea. Okay. How long do you think this is going to take? Three weeks. Okay. Fully expecting it to get screwed over at some point in the next deal of the card. Uh, I'm going to leave this here and you can put it by the bathysphere whenever it uh, has been redrawn. Uh, All right. Justin. 10 autumn. Mm Mm-hmm. Harvest is here and plentiful. Add an abundance. Cold autumn winds drive out, or cold autumn winds drive out your enemies, remove a threatening force from the map and the area. Mm. Um, I feel like we haven't, if if I'm going to be honest, I feel like we haven't been paying as close attention to abundances uh, and scarcities. Abundances and scarcities, yeah. But that doesn't, I mean, there's no time like the present. Um, that is under. Yeah, can you? What, I guess the abundance uh, could be show. anything, Weekly right? So, uh, right now, to recap, we have an abundance of prestige, hunting gear, blink sharks, filler fish, horseshoe dogs, Delmer, historical documents, hominine performance, psychic shark warriors. We're going to add seaweed. a couple things to that. Yeah, the sea, seaweed and grotto. Well, good news. Okay. Uh, the as uh, uh the word goes out from Uncle Joshi that uh his soldiers uh their mission that they launched with uh renowned hero Phineas Call is a huge success and psychic psychic sharks are uh have been banished from the waters uh using their psychic powers psychic sharks have been banished uh, the waters are once again relatively safe. From psychic sharks, they, they were teleporting sharks. But if they also had psychic powers too, that would not surprise me. These guys were r- rascals. Yeah, no, I forgot. We, we joked about them being psychic. No, no, the blink sharks. Got you. Uh, we got them. We got them. <laughs> what does that look like? What does the, uh, it, uh, here's what it looks yeah. like outside of Uncle Joshi's uh, school for psychic <laughs> warriors against blink sharks. He's just—he's <laughs> he, he old, Joshy. Old Joshy, but old Joshy and Uncle. Could be somebody's uncle. uncle, but his brother just no, had well, a kid, and he's stoked. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got a big. We've been making this for so long. He's got a huge handwritten banner that reads "Mission Accomplished." <laughs> 
So the abundance Outside. that you're adding is safety and the No, sir. Read the second part. Oh, yeah. Remove a threatening uh, force from the map uh, and the area. So, let, so let's delete. I get, we don't have any representation of blink sharks in here except for the, we the do, desiccated We do. Corpse. On Uncle Joshi's, there is a, a blink sharks with a, um, a no sign. Now just put a, a check no mark sign next through to them. It. Yeah. No, we're just going to put, I'm just going to write in freehand. I'll just write. Mission accomplished on there? Mission, yeah. Mission accomplished okay. all right that's we did that's it. fantastic we, is uh, we got how it. do people think about old joshi now because everybody hated old joshi and his bad idea but it seems like he just did it did the damn thing oh nobody no no but everyone knows <laughs> everyone knows the weather drove out the blink sharks no one gives the credit to uncle okay. joshi okay Old Joshy, excuse me. It, it could be both. We have an Uncle Josh. We That's do. the problem. Yeah. Old Joshy. He can be an he can be Uncle Joshy too. Uh, okay, uh, I counted down the clocks, and uh, we're very close on some of these projects, but uh, not quite there yet. So you get to take an action, Justin. Um, I. What about? Do we have any options for like, um, like? Deep sea diving. I mean, we have the bathosphere that, uh, but like individual, like, is that something that was within our in our realm of possibility right now? Uh, certainly with the Southern Archipelago ships here and them sort of sharing their their watercraft is leagues ahead of where where we are, and right? with so the magic of the parish. There's yeah, there, I mean, there's a there are a lot of reasons why that could be a thing to prioritize right now. Um, yeah, I I want to I want to create I want to prioritize I want a uh, a dive suit lab. Okay. Um, that'll be I'll build it. Uh, I I'll say it takes place like around the um, Southern Archipelago ships. Okay. And and they're gonna work with the um, the parish to develop these like Magitech, uh dive suits. Okay. Are they like um, cool? Are they like astronaut suits, size suits, or are well, they like they haven't bit, made okay. them up yet? All Griff. right. Uh, and how long do you think that's going to take? Like five days, but we could round up a week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, let's call it three weeks. Okay. Uh, I'll draw that some representation of that. Okay. Griffin, give us one more week, baby. Come on. Uh, okay, I'll do one more week. Okay, go if there's a dive helmet there. Beautiful. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put the three right there then. Uh, introduce a dark mystery. Uh, this is the sixth of autumn. Uh, introduce a dark mystery among the members of the community, or conflict flares up among community members, and as a result, a project fails. I g again, I am the one who gets this card. Uh -huh. It's completely out. You don't have to choose the. I thing. don't. I don't. And in fact, I won't. Um, introduce a dark mystery among the members of the community. Okay. The the people who became sallow and recovered. Right. They 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 took action swift precautionary action to uh, save save the whole community uh, and nurse back to health the people who who were affected by this strange disease that they had never uh, they had not really understood uh, all of the people who recovered from the sallow begin to grow barbels. Excuse? And what could what are barbels? Those are the whiskers that like catfish and carp have. <laughs> okay. Um they grow I, I I think there are maybe slight sort of fish-like features that that uh th these people grow, but the most sort of defining trait and all of them have it. All of them. Are are these barbels, and they don't hurt, and it, it in fact they feel much better now. Uh, any lingering symptoms from from the sallow is are, is gone. Uh, it's just that they've grown catfish whiskers, and uh, yeah, 
Countdown clocks. The project finishes. And, sorry. Which project? So the project uh, that the Southern Archipelago fleet uh, was basically going to build uh, essentially one of their arcs, but like as a building installed here. Uh, What they do is one of their flagships was like pretty heavily damaged. Uh, They just move everybody off of it and give that flagship to to this uh this community right and i think that there are it is a pact it is a a treaty between them saying like you know we are we are now buds for life we yeah. are going to be able to rely on each other we when we roll up when our fleet rolls up and needs something from this undersea city in the future remember that we gave you an ark and and we put it below the sea and attached it to uh the the uh ascension and that's where it is now and you can use that to to build off of right if that wants if if you want to use that as the central hub or whatever go for it but that is that is the arrangement uh so that is how that project finishes um and God, I have to take an action too. The bath did the bathosphere not finish? It just came to one. It just came to one. That's okay. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The coral robot bodies that were discovered, basically invented, uh, in our last session that can house the Einar spirits. They've been growing down here for a while. Um and the first one of them basically comes off of the reef, uh, detaches from the reef, uh, and is taken to the this this. Uh, what have you been calling them, Dad? This uh, ecological federation. Just the coalition. The we coalition. Haven't really... We haven't named them yet. Yes. Um, I'm going to call them the coral reefers. No, this should move off its backup band. We should oh, come up with something else. Uh, sort of takes takes the the this this uh this this body uh ashore and after a little bit it is inhabited uh and the being that inhabits it is not like an einar that comes back and remembers stuff about you know their life and what happened to them it's not like um it's not like they're talking to a single person. Uh, what has inhabited this body is a almost hive mind of souls, uh, if you want to call them that, of, of the Einar that all have sort of merged into this one this one Gestalt. entity. Yes. Is there just um, one spirit or is every spirit a it hive? Is, it is no. It's not every spirit. It's this is the first of these sort of projects to succeed, right? Of of putting an Einar spirit inside of one of these bodies they've been growing. Uh, only it's it's not just one spirit that came in here. It was, it was, uh, it was six spirits all came in at the same time and sort of melded into someone new. And the name of this being, they call themselves. Um, tessellation and they have joined the community maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned Audience supported.